0: We are back. Welcome to The Big Decision 2022 with me, Cam Hall, the head of news here at Raw 1251am.
1: Yeah, and me, Rebecca Cole, the head of Raw. I nearly said, uh, the head of Raw. See, I nearly said that The head of arts at Raw. A great start uh, to The Big Decision this year. You could tell it's been a long week for me and it very long a longer week for those campaigning this week. But we can reveal that your votes have been counted and over the next couple of hours we will be giving you the results of the next SU officers.
0: Indeed, much excitement coming this evening. By 9.45pm this evening, you will know the identity of all identity. of your full-time and part-time officer team next week. It's all, of course, building up as well to the president as well at 9.30 this evening, as well as the West of your Westview full-time officers and your part-time officers too. Plus, throughout the week as well, we're going to be bringing you a little bit of some campaign highlights as well, as some exclusive interviews with your current officer team as well.
1: So so much good stuff coming up and all of this coming live from the SU is a bit great oh, to be I've, mi- I've
0: missed this. I have missed this so much indeed. And of course, wherever you're tuning in from right now, whether that of course be live on Broad 1251am, radio.org.ac.uk, um, across our social media platforms as well, our YouTube channel and Because this show is a little bit too important to stay on the small screen, we are on the big screen on the piazza. So hello to everyone who can see us on the piazza right now. I hope you're loving us. hope our voices aren't going to get too annoying for the next hour 45 minutes.
1: Massive
0: on there. Yeah. My face will have never been so big-headed in my life. Yeah. (laughs)
1: But yeah, so we've got that. checked out on the piazza. Uh, but wherever you're tuning in for, make sure you're following us on social media. The usual drill, if you feel on Raw, <laughs> like, let's let's plug it. Okay, we we say it all the time. First of all, Raw 1251 <laughs> AM, uh, Raw News at Warwick, and the hashtags tonight. What are the hashtags tonight, Cam? We've got Big Decision 2022 and Warwick SU Elections 2022. Please remember to send your comments in. Keep everything nice and friendly. And... Keep updated with what's going on this evening.
0: Indeed, this is going to be a fantastic evening. So stick around till nine forty-five this evening. Anyway, we are getting started now with the first set of officers to announce. It is your part-time officers. Now, your part-time officers um, are here very much to represent a lot of the liberation communities on campus. It's their job to be running campaigns, raising awareness of a lot of the issues that face the liberation com- um, liberation communities on campus, and really driving the change both um, within the SU, but more widely within the university as well.
1: Yeah, like as Cam said, um, they they, they are uh, four voting members of the student council, so they play an important role in that respect. Um, And they they really come alongside um, us studying and have an influence over the future of the SU. Uh, So we're looking forward to announcing those.
0: Indeed. Now, there are seven. Um, or there's nine um, part-time officer roles, two of which the international students' officers we announced, of course, in the autumn elections. We would normally be announcing a trans students' officer tonight, but sadly, no one stood in this election. But don't worry. If you want the chance to stand for trans students' officer, you will get that opportunity in term three. So make sure, of course, you're following the Warwick SU social media, taking a look on their website as well for all the information about how to stand in that election. But Rebecca... In the meantime, we have got six part-time officers to announce this evening, so let's get underway.
1: Okay so first up we will be announcing the Disabled Students Officer. Uh, They represent all self-defining disabled students on campus, uh, raising awareness of issues that disabled students face around campus, uh, particularly concerning accessibility in academic study and social events, etc. They will also be planning uh, events for uh, diversity awareness, which I'm looking forward to. Obviously I'm I'm nodding at (laughs) campus. Here next year when that happens. Sadly, not, it will be a fantastic week though. For Diversity Awareness Week um, and running campaigns alongside that, which I'm looking forward to. So, without further ado, your next disabled student officer is.
0: Sue Harvey. Unfortunately, Saul isn't um, here this evening, we believe. And I don't believe we've got a statement as well. But we can tell you that Saul won this election in the first round of voting.
1: So congratulations. So,
0: congratulations, Saul. We look forward to seeing all of the work that you'll be doing next year. But let's move on now from Disabled Students Officer. Let's go on now to LGBTQUA Plus Officer. Um, the LGBTQUA Officer is responsible, of course, for representing all self-defining LGBTQUA Plus students raising awareness for all the issues faced by this community and of course doing a lot of campaigning work on the side. Perhaps the pinnacle of their role is of course organising events during Pride Month and Pride Week as well and really being responsible for raising awareness of a lot of issues and again promoting this within the SU and the University. Okay Rebecca are we ready?
1: So congratulations to Jack Bateman For winning in the first round of the elections, we're hearing clats for We're hearing, we're right hearing is, is
0: Jack on his way right now? Where is Jack Bateman? There he Congratulations. is. Congratulations, Jack. You have won in the first round, so well done. Thank you very um, much. Before we go on, anything you would like to say quickly? Uh, just um, T- take yourself take the
2: yeah. mic. Uh, just uh, thank you to uh, uh, my people who campaigned for me. It was a very um, tiring week, um, but. We did a good job um, I'm very thankful for them and uh, I can't wait to get started and try and represent a, a a diverse group and particularly to those who are not generally involved with um, SU, um, the student union in general and that's who I want to stand up for the most to the kind of the, the, the people who uh, have a, you know need to have a voice but don't always feel they should get engaged.
0: Well, congratulations. Best of luck for the year ahead, Jack. Thank Thank you you very very much for coming on the stream tonight. Thank you awesome. In the meantime, Rebecca, I believe we are moving on to our next part-time officer now.
1: Our next part-time officer role to announce to lovely audience today, and I'm excited to hear more claps around the SU. It's so nice being a person. So nice. Um, Is our widening participation officer. And uh, learning about the SU roles um, in in these campaigns, I actually found this interesting as someone who fits into the widening participation category. Uh, So they represent all students like myself and maybe you watching from widening participation backgrounds. This includes those from poorer socio-economic uh, backgrounds, uh, those from... Uh, where low uh, progression of higher education um, or in their community, uh, those who struggle to get to university or those uh, who were young carers, for example. Um, it encompasses all of that, so it's an important role to represent students, especially in my opinion, at least. Um, alongside representing these students, they do so much more as well. Uh, the Widening Participation Officer uh, co chairs the university's Widening Participation Student Advisory Group, clearly a very important. Mm. In the university as a whole, and becomes um, an exec member of the Widening Participation Students Association. Again, something clearly valued. So, the next and your new Widening Participation Officer for the forthcoming year is.
0: is Kieran Barry. Kieran is on his way down, I believe. I can hear claps. I can hear abs. That's a good thing. There's Kieran. Thank you. Congratulations, Kieran, please. Um, Anyone you'd like to thank, anything you'd like to say to our, our wonderful audience this evening.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for that. Um, I just want to say a very quick thank you to uh, my campaign manager, Dan, all of my campaign's team who have been with me through the whole journey, everyone who supported me on social media and on campus, posting stories and raising awareness of my campaign. I really do appreciate every single one of you. Um, I think it's very difficult to remember what we're running for when we get um, busy with all of the campaigning and voting. And I ran for winding participation office because I'm really passionate about making the university fairer for all winding participation students on campus, making sure that they have a better deal and a better student experience at Warwick. And I look forward over the coming year to represent every single one of you on campus and being able to really pursue that role and do it as well as I can. Thank you very much everyone for voting for me. Thank Thank you you very much. much. Congratulations.
1: Do you like to exit out that way?
0: Well, that is, as we said, three part-time officer candidates announced so far. We're halfway through your part-time officer candidates. We've still got your environment and ethics, your women's officer, and your ethnic minorities officer, plus all seven full-time officer roles tonight. So plenty more still to come. But let's get away from the part-time officers now. And, of course, one thing you've probably seen around campus this week is hall touring. Now... As being Cam Hall himself, my name kind of fits half into this, so I thought I simply couldn't resist getting involved and doing a bit of hall touring myself.
1: Welcome back to the Big Decision 2022, where we are halfway through already um, the next, uh, announcing the next part-time offices. Uh, keep the conversation going on Raw social media and um, across campus if you're watching us on the big screen uh, with the hashtags, hashtag Big Decision 2022 and hashtag Warwick, Warwick SU Elections 2022. Indeed,
0: there is no better way to be spending your evening right now, whether you're sitting at home with a pizza, on tea bar having a for new drinks watching this election, please do get involved on social media throughout. Let us know what you're thinking about tonight's results. Well, let's go on to the next part-time officer role now. Let's go to our Environment and Ethics Officer. Now, our Environment and Ethics Officer is responsible for running ethical and environmental campaigns on campus, encouraging greater sustainability from students on campus, and, of course, lobbying the university as well to achieve effects to that end. So they'll, of course, be working... Um, with the university as well particularly in accessing the environment and sustainability Fund to really build on sustainability projects around the whole of campus well as ever it's been a very good election but rebecca who is the next environment and ethics officer
1: Uh, congratulations to aditya uh, dugar i hope i pronounced that
0: correctly uh, aditya dugar congratulations you are the next environment and ethics officer they'll be making their way very slowly. I believe they're not, they are not here, unfortunately, tonight. But
1: I, congratulations. I can tell you
0: that Aditya did win in the first round of voting. So, congratulations. A very congratulations. good job. Yes. A very good job. Um, but yeah, they've done very well. So, congratulations. Um, two more, two to come. Two
1: to come already. Uh, next, we're going the penultimate already part time officer. I get the pleasure of an announcing a women's officer again with wide winning participation. I fall in that category of a woman. So, It's great to see the female representation and see what they're responsible for in the uni, taking a look at what they do within the SU. Uh, They they look at and and look after self-defining female students um, and responsible for raising awareness and addressing the issues faced by female students in the SU and in the whole university and they lobby for change and get effect of that change. Uh, They are also at the forefront of the SU's anti-sexism campaign um, and, and this forms a lot of responsibilities in organising uh, events and awareness within the SU which is also a big part of what they do um, is most notably during women's week where obviously there's a lot of campaigning with the SU and the anti-sexism uh, campaigning efforts so particularly excited to see what this, this woman does for the women's week. Um, I'm excited on behalf of all of the women in the SU uh, so your women's officer for Forthcoming this year is...
0: It's an eye anyhow!
1: Congratulations! Congratulations. Thank you.
0: Please, any words of thanks, anything you'd like to say?
1: Okay, hi. Thank you, everyone who voted for me. I really, really appreciate it. And I
3: honestly cannot wait to start working with the SU and fellow part-time and full-time officers to make all of my manifesto campaign promises come true. And honestly, just thank you. That's
1: all I have to say. Appreciate your time.
0: Thank you very much. So that was Anaya there, your new women's officer for the next academic year. Well wow. We've just got one Already position to go. It's, it's, going so it's, it's going so quick. It's scary. I'm ageing by the second feeling this. But it's time now for the next part-time officer. Your final part-time officer tonight, the Ethnic Minorities Officer. Now, they represent all ethnic minority um, self-defining students on campus, raising awareness um, of all the issues faced by um, ethnic minority students here in the SU and within the university more widely. Of course, they'll do a lot of work on anti-racism campaigning, including things like Black History Month, for example, and are responsible for organising and really helping facilitate a lot of the SU's anti-racist campaigning efforts. Well, as ever, this has been a very close race. It was won in the final round of voting.
1: Come, um, who, who do we have to congratulate? Ooh.
0: Well, winning in the final round of voting, please welcome your new Ethnic Minorities Officer, Maisha Hassan. Congratulations. I hear a lot of applause from the SU for you right now, please, anything you'd like to say.
4: Um, hello everyone, I'm Maija Hassan, your new ethnic minorities officer. I'd like to thank everyone who helped me with my campaign and get my word out there to all of you. Um, I'd like to thank uh, all of you for making the effort and taking the time out of your day to vote for me. It really meant the world to me. I promised you all to make every ethnic minority on campus feel represented, recognised and uh, respected. And and I will do everything in my power to accomplish exactly that. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, you both too. Okay.
1: Right, congratulations to all of the newly elected part-time officers. Uh, once again, the Trans Student Officer will be um, up for elections in Term 3. and over to cab yes indeed over to me here
0: um on the sofa the um the sofa you may have noticed in the past this was like a principal part of our big d coverage it is the most relaxing place you can come to it's a place where for our full-time officers we're gonna have a little bit of a chat with them throughout the evening once they've won we're going to bring them down here ask them what they're going to do when they get into the job for the first time and as well just ask them a little bit how they're feeling as well it is a very euphoric night but I do have to welcome my first guest onto the sofa this evening. He is the maestro of these elections this year, and I'm not saying that just because it's his job to do, but he's been out and about across the whole of campus this week, really doing a lot to bring SU democracy and bring elections to you. So please welcome to the sofa for the first time tonight your current democracy and development officer, Jacob Jefferson, who is in the SU building somewhere. He's, he's on his way he's being shouted at but he's coming hello Jacob I, I thought I was on at a different time. So, um, I, I apologise. <laughs> That's fine. I, I was right there, but I. Uh... <laughs> Jacob, it's great to have you on the sofa. Um, of course, last year, um, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if this is sort of rubbing salt in a little bit. Obviously, with coronavirus last year, you, we never
5: got the sofa interview. So, feel this yeah. a little bit
0: like now the sofa interview you never I,
5: got? I, I, I still got an interview with you, so. You, you, I'm, you I'm, still, I'm, still got an interview with me? I got my ideal yeah. interviewee, so. Oh, thank uh, you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was the interviewee. <laughs> you, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't get the nice sofa, though, and I yeah, feel yeah, that yeah. makes up for it. Well, Jacob, it's been a fantastic week. Yeah, on campus i've seen a yeah, lot of engagement been. from students and i guess as democracy and development officer that must really mean a lot to you seeing the de- seeing the engagement we've
5: yeah had. it was great i mean we've had over four thousand votes in total That's fantastic um which is really great turnout um and for the su you know, it was obviously our first in-person elections in two years mm. um so a lot of new things we had to get to grips with um and i'm really pleased especially you know on the, on the last day today we had uh, you know about 1500 people vote it's just fantastic. even on the last day which was really really great um and you know the whole the whole democracy team did a did a really great job um on all our democracy assistants as well and they, they they you know they deserve credit as well for, for all the help they yeah i, I mean i say help they <laughs> they led a lot of it uh, um they did a really great job it, this is the point i'm going to ask you jacob to do some name dropping right now who yep. do we
0: have to thank from within the democracy team for everything uh that they've done well this
5: week? yaz and james uh, absolutely um we've worked so hard um, and then yeah, all the watch assistants. There's there's like eight of them, so I'm not going to name every <laughs> single one. Um, but the watch assistants have done have done a really really great job, and, and everyone else who volunteered for. Um, you know, we had people volunteering to help us on on our voting booths around campus as well.
0: Indeed, the voting booths were something new that we had yeah. in this year. Of course, we got some footage of them later on. But yeah. how did you find the voting booths? That new way of casting your vote in the election?
5: I think it, it it got better as the week went on. I think at first because it was this new thing, people didn't really really know, and I think it was still a thing where they would, you know. They, they wanted to see manifestos and they wanted to read a bit more about candidates before they came and voted on the on the booze. but as the week went on we, we got really you know it really increased how many people uh, used them and i think especially on you know the last couple of days we, we were able to have about five or six of our volunteers and our Uh, Democracy assistance, all on the piazza, you know, grabbing people, engaging with people. Um, But I was really pleased we managed to get them all on campus as well, Um, especially in WBS, WMG, because, you know, those are places we always need to do more to to reach out to.
0: There's always, I think there was always a fear, coming back from coronavirus, that students would lose the engagement they had with the democratic structures of the SU. They wouldn't feel that it would engage them so much. They had that year out that you kind of have that lag almost. Those fears seem to have been unfounded this
6: week.
5: Yeah, I'm pleased. Um, I think we have still got a long way mm. to go, and we, yeah. we can do a lot better. Um, but I'm pleased that I, you know, I guess we showed that we're we're still around, and we, we you know we managed to you know, you know we had higher turnout than last year. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, that's a good step. Right. <laughs> um, but there's still obviously there's, there's still a lot more we can do. Indeed. Um,
0: just one last question very quickly, Jacob. Yep. Of course, um, you will be um, back to announce um, some of the yep. um, full time officers. Indeed, you're going to be announcing the new sports officer yep. very shortly. Um, as a full time officer this year, really, just what has that meant to you and how have you
5: felt it's really contributed towards your experience here at Warwick? I think it's amazing to see the other side of it, really. Um, especially having my third year and a bit of my second year, where I didn't get that university experience. Um, it's, it's been really valuable to me to have the extra, extra year here. Um, and I've learned so much um, about you know, the SU and the university. Um, and I've, you know, I've, so i really, really love this, love this role, and I'll be, I'll be sad to give it up as well
0: when I. I, I, I can imagine indeed. Well, Jacob, it's been fantastic having you join me on the sofa. As said, as we should have done a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It's we've, we've made up for things slowly, making up as we do past COVID. Well, Jacob, you've got to go around now and announce the sports officer, Rebecca. It's back to you. It's back
1: to me. We're running about six minutes ahead of schedule, so as long as it's okay with all of the SU officers and no, no one's running in saying we can't keep going, so it's time to move on to the full time officer roles, which is all very exciting. Uh, as, as we alluded, we're going we're to start with sports in a minute, but um, just an introduction to these officers. Uh, they will be working um, on our behalf as students throughout the year with the SU, uh, lobbying and campaigning throughout the university and more wide. Throughout the community to deliver the best student experience, especially as members of RAW, we really see the effort they put in as we come into the SUHQ every day. So, looking forward to seeing who these officers are and announcing them and seeing the speeches and what they want to do with the year. So, great anticipation, um, great evening ahead of us yet. Uh, The first officer, uh, as we have previously mentioned, that's up for election and we will be announcing this evening is the sports officer. The sports officer is the public face of sports on campus. Um, they are working with sports clubs and uh, the mem- and their members to encourage students to take up sports and engage with sports, um, and, and including during professional competitions. Uh, they promote physical and mental well-being uh, throughout campus and making sports accessible for all is one of the key key goals. Now our current sports officer, as many of you in SU elections will be aware, Will Brewer is currently busy with varsity so as we announce here to announce the successor please welcome to the stage your democracy and development officer Jacob Jefferson
5: Hello um, Yeah, me again um, am I, am I just going straight into it um, so yeah, obviously Will, the varsity um, so I'm here to announce the sports officer um, and your next sports officer is Emma Birch. What well on Emma? Uh, is she, is she. Uh, Emma. Cool.
4: Thank <laughs> okay. you. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. I am honestly so grateful. Um, I want to thank everyone who voted. Um, I, I mean, This is a really tight election, so thank you so much. I um, thank my campaign team, so it was uh, Max, Anthony, Hock and Ziad. Everyone was amazing. Um, also, Kirsten McCune who helped with my song, and Charlie Godfrey, who helped a lot with me, supporting me, because <laughs> it's been a very, very tough week. Um, also, thank you to the democracy team and everyone who obviously put on these elections and encouraged everyone to vote. Okay, thank you.
6: Indy, well,
0: Emma, come join us here on the sofa now. We've got a little bit of a time to chat about... Um, of course, you've been our new sports officer. So firstly, congratulations. Thank you. I I'm um, sec- um, actually my first question, the song. Um, when's it going up on Spotify? <laughs> when is it going to be the next number one?
4: Yeah, so me and my friend Kirsten, we worked really, really hard on the song. And um, she's an amazing singer, so I want to give her a lot of credit for that. Um, I'll tell her to put it. <laughs> a, a good, a
0: good song, I think, deserves to be heard. Definitely. Well, I've got to say, oh, first no. Thing, congr- <laughs> well, no, we, we, don't, we don't have it here right now. I'm sorry. No right. I've, I've got to say, Emma, um, it's been, it's been a, obviously a very long week. Yeah, um, so. We've obviously come to the end of it now. How mm. are you? How are you feeling?
3: Right
4: I'm now? very overwhelmed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a really, really tough week. It's been very busy. like campaigning for like 12 hours like every day but I'm very happy so yeah that's great to
0: hear indeed of course you are i president table tennis and you've been massively involved in sports societies at work just talk to me a little bit more now how has sport really defined your journey so far at warwick
4: yeah so sport has been like everything to me like since my first year like i joined the table tennis club i joined football club i joined quite a few clubs and i absolutely i love sport like sport is my life like all i like doing is organize so many events i do a lot of collaborations and i honestly just can't wait to be sports officer to be honest
0: indeed to be fair i've My biggest regret was never joining like most of the sports stuff on campus and as you can see it's a decision I will come to regret (laughs) in many years time. Um, Of course sports officer now is a big role. Why did you decide to run in the first place?
4: Okay, that's an interesting question. Um, so the reason I actually tried to run is that um, I witnessed a lot of sexism in sport, and I I went through it myself, and I was like, this is not acceptable, and I really want to make a platform where I can make change. And also, soon as I've I've I've, I've platformed table tennis, and I've encouraged female participation, I I've, I've succeeded. And that's why I went for I'm a sports officer because I really want to make change at Warwick, and also it's too expensive, so <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted to really lobby for um, increased funding as well for people who like to make it more accessible. People,
0: so. Indeed. Of course, there's a lot of um, priorities you've mentioned mm-hmm. there. Is there any one thing? Of course, you mentioned um, sexism in sport. Yeah. And obviously, this was something that the Boar um, put a report out yes, on earlier uh, on I the read. year. I it's something I know that's really been discussed mm-hmm. by a lot of people. Um I mean, just, just maybe staying on that issue very quickly, you've okay. also identified as a key priority. Yeah. What really precisely are you going to be looking to do when you get in, in the office? Okay.
4: Yeah. I think with sort of like exec training, I think exec training like used to be a lot more effective. I think it's been less, less effective the last few years. But I think implementing um, sort of um, things well, acknowledging sexism in, in training, also in training for general members as well. I think just like a general awareness and obviously you can do it through talks and changing attitudes and campaigning as well. Like I've got involved in lots of campaigns as well, so.
0: Well, I think yeah. we've got time for a couple more questions. Okay. So um, firstly, of course, y- you're obviously going to be continuing on with a lot of sport over next yeah. year. Varsity, of course, is going on yes, at the moment. I know. Um, will Brewer is, of course, yes, looking of course. this weekend to be to make sure he's not the first sports officer to lose Varsity in 30 yes. years. <laughs> what will you do if Will wins this weekend to make sure that you are not the first sports officer to lose Varsity in about 30 years? I don't think we're
4: going to lose. I'm
0: optimistic. Work is going to win. Work is going to win. It's 100 percent confirmed. It's happening. I,
4: I mean, honestly, I think I, support, I think if you, yeah, in terms of what I want to do, is improve performance like we have yeah. really good um, facilities at Warwick but I don't really feel like we make use of them like Warwick's not on the sporting map um as much as like other of the unis so I really want to like, push more high performance coaching and also it's so my first year we had loads of performance club um we had loads of performance um sort of sessions and I haven't really witnessed them as much this year and also I want to push smaller clubs to try and become performance clubs as well
0: well absolutely <laughs> just one last question it's the first day in August you're <laughs> walking into your office for the first time you may have a coffee cup from Pret. <laughs> I know many people do. What is the first thing when you get in the office, what's the first thing that you're going to be doing?
4: Um, I think I'm going to speaking to everyone. I'm going to be um, sort of thinking about what I want to do, really map it out and figure out how I'm going to do it, figure out what I'm going to do to organise it and who to talk to and go from that, Indeed. I think.
0: Indeed, plenty to look forward to. Emma yes. Birch, victorious in the first round Thank of you. These, this year's elections. Ladies and gentlemen, your new sports officer, Emma Birch.
1: Thank you.
0: Back to you, Rebecca.
1: Yeah, thanks for that, Cam. Um, We now move on to announcing your society's officer. Um, And I I know we're running a little bit Early, so I thought I'd take a little bit of time to say that again. This is an officer position that, as someone who's always in in raw in the SUHQ, we see as really important and integral. And and I've seen personally as being on exec this year how important the society officer is to just one society, let alone the rest of the university. So this person who's about to walk through the door and and we're about to congratulate, there's a lot of value on the on you, and we appreciate already the kind of work you're going to do. So absolutely congratulations um, in terms of for those who aren't aware in terms of what a society's officer does for the SU and for societies at Warwick they're helping as I said, society execs um, and all societies, maybe it's someone who wants to set up a society for example, or, or society execs with making decisions on potential training or budgeting or helping develop and promote um, events um, that societies may want to hold or and anything of this sort um, and, and it's exciting to see a, a new person step into that role and exciting to see what they can bring to it. Uh, they also promote but they also promote, um, as I said, societies fair and helping ensuring the societies are at the focal point of a lot of what S- the SU is for and, and the student experience here at Warwick University. So to announce his successor, please can you, we welcome the current society's officer, Shi
7: Shang. Um, yeah. Just announce it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so, the winner of the society's society officer election is Anna Taylor.
3: Hi. Um, I'd like to say thank you to everyone who voted. Um, I kind of came into this campaign thinking. Um, I'll give it a go, Um, it might not come to anything, um, but it's really cool that it did come to something. Um, This year, um, my society that I'm a part of, I'm part of Warwick Student Cinema, it literally has been a home away from home, Um, and I cannot thank the people at Student Cinema enough uh, for coming out um, and and helping, um, because it it really felt like I wasn't doing this on my own. So thank you very much to them. Um, Thank you to the Democracy team as well, they've been so lovely, um, and it really didn't feel as stressful as I thought it was gonna be, because um, you were surrounded by really good people. Thank you to Ewan, my campaign manager. Um, I wouldn't have run if it wasn't for you. Um, and I wouldn't have won if it wasn't for you. So big love. Um, and yeah, thanks everyone that voted.
1: Thanks. Well, please. Anna, please
0: come over to the sofa now. I've got to ask you, um, take the microphone, take a seat. Um, before we begin, um, just put it into words, how are you feeling right now? A
3: little bit confused. Um, <laughs> Buzz, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. Um, yeah i I really wasn't expecting to get this far so it's a really nice feeling to know that um when you put effort into something it actually sometimes pays off
0: indeed you've mentioned of course the work of a lot of yourself and of course your campaign team this week um of course you mentioned you in there of course your campaign manager anyone else you'd like to give a, a thank you to a shout out to for this week
3: yeah um there's a few people that really like uh came through um ethan Always. Um, th- people like zuzana and Amira just came out um, in full force and um, really didn't stop. Um, people like that um, really didn't, they didn't hold back and it wouldn't have been uh, half as easy a week as it was if it wasn't for people like that that actually did come through.
0: So. No, it's, it's always nice when you've got some friends really backing you, putting the hard yards in, and it really does show off in the end. Um, of course, society's officer is a really big role. Of course, you manage 250 to 300 societies, of course, one of them being raw. Just just sort of throw that one out there to start <laughs> off with mm-hmm. um what are you really looking forward to most about being society's officer next year
3: um i think seeing people doing what they're really excited about um the reason i ran is because i love the societies that i've been a part of and i think that's one of the the kind of key things about societies is that it's it's the things that people want to do um and kind of go to to get away from the stress of uni um, and so I, I i'd like to to see and get involved with um what people love and and i think society is a great place to do that
0: indeed and you mentioned watch student cinema you called it your home away from home in your speech. Um Just for people who course, a lot of people get involved in societies and it really does become a home for so many of them. But for people who've perhaps not got involved in a society before, just tell us what your experience being in a society, having that as your second home almost, just really just how important is that?
3: It's so important. Um, it's it's a place to go it's the people it's it's having something to look forward to at the end of the day and something to break up the week when you're uni's hard
0: um <laughs> understatement of the century yeah
3: uni's hard and so it's nice to have people that you can go to and and know that it's a relaxation space it's um i mean even at cinema we are like we're It can sometimes be stressful because you're trying to do something, Um, but it's something that you can get together with other people, work towards something fun without having to feel like your entire life rests on on, on what you do.
0: Indeed, Um, and of course, Societies, you mentioned that, it's very much about a team. It's about the group of people working together to make a society happen. Of course, as Societies Officer, what are you really going to be looking to do to bring the team of fantastic societies we have on campus together and really strive for them to be as good as they can be?
3: I think it's about communication because i feel like a lot of um socks nowadays are are working in their little bubbles i think it'd be really nice to just kind of like pop those bubbles reach across (laughs) reach across those borders um and just try and um, get people kind of talking and getting involved with each other um, and seeing what everyone has to offer because so many of our societies are doing amazing things but no one hears about it so Mm. yeah
0: and there's a lot of of course fantastic societies a lot of work that they're doing um maybe moving on to priorities now what would you say is like your main priority the one Issue you really want to tackle as society's officer over the next year?
3: So, um, a big part of my manifesto and my kind of campaign was trying to focus on um, societies that are struggling to get people involved. Mm. Um, I know at, at cinema and and talking to quite a few other societies, um, it's been a little bit trickier getting first years and second years that maybe were hit by COVID and had online learning as involved with societies as, as it was back in the day pre-COVID, um, and so struggling a little bit to kind of keep things going keep gears turning when you can't fill an exec next year and things like that so i think trying to reach out make societies accessible to new students and to existing students as well um, and to get people really involved i think that's my kind of main focus And
0: Didi, you mentioned covid there and of course i was kind of talking to jacob about this from the democracy side there was always that fear that societies would struggle to rebound post covid similarly to democracy and of course for many societies they've been able to rebound for many societies they're still struggling so you really made that a point um in what you just said there how are you going to really make sure that every society is able to bounce back from COVID and of course many new societies can flourish as well.
3: I think it's just about meeting societies where they are. So it's, you've got to appreciate that every society is different. Every society is trying to achieve different things and every society is um, working with a different kind of like parameter. Um, and so kind of having good communication with each one, um, learning what they need, learning where we could help um, and then kind of going for that.
0: Well, Anna, I've just got one last question for you now. Day one, you're in the office. You've sat down. You've gone to prayer you've put up your pictures in the office I don't know, do, you, do you put like self portraits in the office or something
3: I feel like that's appropriate <laughs>
0: sure. what, what are you gonna do once you've set up your you've set up your desk what is the first thing that you're gonna do on that first day in August
3: I think reaching out to societies and looking forward to that that society's fair at the beginning of at, at the beginning of the year and trying to p- get those first links going
0: indeed there is nothing more exhilarating exciting Potentially, if it's outside again, raining yeah. like the Society's <laughs> Fair. Well, congratulations, our new Societies Officer, ladies and gentlemen, Anna Taylor. Thank
3: you very much. Leave them like that. Indeed.
0: Well, that was Anna Taylor. We've announced now the Sports and Societies Officers this evening. But when it comes to society, there is really one that we want to be talking about right now. Rebecca, what is that society that we're hoping to talk about?
1: Well, the only one that matters is Raw, surely?
0: Absolutely.
1: So here is a video of the wonderful society that is Raw 1250 on AM. Uh, check it out and see what we do.
0: We are back, yes Hello, we are halfway through um, The Big Decision this evening, welcome back, my name is Cam Hall, the Head of News here at Royal Top 51am, I'm joined on the sofa by Rebecca Cole, our Head of Arts here, we are presenting The Big Decision 2022, we are bringing you all of the full-time and part-time officer results this evening, you've heard all of the part-time results earlier on, we've done the first two full-time officer results, we've still got until 9.45pm this evening, we've got postgraduate welfare and campaigns, we've got democracy development education and the president all still to come tonight and as ever of course we are streaming and airing right now on raw 1251 am radio.warwick.ac.uk across all of Raw's social media and youtube platforms and on the big screen as well because the small screen is just not enough for us well plenty more still to come tonight and get involved as well throughout may i say across all of our social channels using the hashtags big decision 2022 and warwick su elections 2022. Much to enjoy for the rest of the evening, but we're moving on now to the postgraduate officer. Now, postgrads make up 40% of all students here at Warwick, and the postgrad officer's job is really to make sure that all student, all postgraduate students' interests are effectively represented by the SU. They work particularly closely with the education officer to ensure that postgrads and undergrad interests are equally represented and that it effectively delivers for postgraduate students. Well, I'm pleased to say I am joined tonight by the the current postgraduate officer, please welcome Nathan Parsons. Um, Nathan is not here, unfortunately, so um, I believe, is there another sabbatical officer coming out on my I? do you want to come out and do this? <laughs> our former postgraduate officer and current president, Shingga Zabira, ladies and gentlemen. Thank
8: you so much. So it is a great
1: pleasure for me to introduce our new postgraduate officer, our postgraduate elect, Hamza Rekman.
0: Congratulations to Hamza, please. Come to the microphone, Hamza. Anything you would like to say?
8: Um, not that much, but I guess thank you for everyone who who did come out and vote, um, and then who did come out and actually campaign for me, um, hoping for a more radical and more transformative Students Union that actually cares about its students and, in particular, postgrad students. Um, but yeah, thank you. Well, Hamza, if you go over to Rebecca.
0: On the sofa now, I can tell you that Hamza won in the final round with 769 votes, beating Nginye and Konje, who came in second with 768 votes. Rebecca.
1: So an absolute congratulations to begin with. Uh, thank you how, how does it feel to
8: win um, it feels good I can't lie um, I've, I'm obviously satisfied all the hard work um, kind of like resulted in me winning um, like I said I just want to thank my campaign manager um, in particular and all my campaigners and er- anyone who voted for me but yeah I'm ecstatic
1: now obviously you're in the end ecstatic result now but let's take it back to the beginning when did you why did you start and decide to run how did this first come about for you
8: I mean I'm a postgrad myself um, and I've seen um, a lot of issues when it comes to actually supporting PGT students, um, in particular creating visibility for PGT students its not particularly there. Um, and more importantly, um when I see the continuation of our um education system being marketized, um I see a lot of our PGR students um kinda of being seen as disposable, um, not being respected. And I really wanted to change that, which, uh, which is why I, which is why I um ran. Um yeah.
1: I mean, that's already a, a great campaign in itself and clearly because you've won, it is. Um, with, with that, we'll, we'll get into what you want to change in a minute, but are there any other specific issues you want to speak to that you faced as a postgrad or you saw other friends?
8: Yeah, I would say it's probably like loneliness. As a postgrad student, you often are on your own um, and you're pretty much in your own bubble, um, which is quite kind of frustrating. Um, so just trying to bridge that gap between the relationship between the postgrad students and undergrad students. It's going to be vitally important for me moving forward. Um, so that's something that I do, I very much do want to change.
1: And in terms of other changes with the issues you face, is there anything you want to specifically speak to that will be prevalent in what you're doing in the next year?
8: Yeah, of course. Um, kind of like what I mentioned, which is one of my main priorities, uh, which is fighting against our, um, the marketization of our education system. Um, in particular, seeing how PGR students are treated um, and actually um, fighting for the rights. Um, so those who are um, employed by the university who undertake teaching, ensuring that um, they actually are supported and the university sees them as staff and actually treats them fairly. Um, More importantly, actually supporting um, PGT students in terms of the education. That includes um, ensuring that exam timetables are released early, um, ensuring that um, there's more scholarship um, for in particular student refugees and asylum seekers as well. So um, I can go on about my manifesto, but hopefully I can bring that into light um, in this next year.
1: That's so exciting. And in terms of the next year, a um, couple more questions before we wrap up and, and speak and announce the next winner. Uh, what are you most looking forward to? i
8: um, kind of getting started, I guess. Um, it's very hard to actually pinpoint what I'm looking forward to. There's a lot of things I really want to change. Um, most importantly, actually kickstarting campaigns um, and supporting PG students. I think, more broadly speaking, supporting them and actually being on the ground and being visible, I think that's something I'm looking forward to in particular.
1: Thank you so much. And one final question uh, for all postgrads or future postgrads listening, uh, what one thing do you want to ensure them that you're going to do in the next year?
8: Um, literally fight for your rights. Honestly, like I see PGT students li- t- literally being treated not fairly at all um, in terms of uh, how much work they need to do in terms of those PGR students who are employed by the university literally fighting for your rights um, because it's important that PGT students are respected and treated fairly.
6: Well,
1: thank you so much for coming and sitting down with me. Thank you so much right. and congratulations for cool. the win.
8: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much to Hamza indeed, our new postgraduate officer. Plentiful and well-deserved rounds of applause for Hamza there as we move on now to the next election result to be announced this evening. The Welfare and Campaigns Officer. The Welfare and Campaigns Officer um, works to develop policy and campaigns regarding student welfare here at Warwick. This covers issues including housing, mental health, accommodation, transport, everything that really ensures that students are having their welfare needs prioritised and having a good experience at Warwick as possible. They've also been working, of course, um, closely with a lot of liberation communities, um, particularly on issues like culturally competent care, for example, and running campaigns to assist liberation communities, and indeed any Warwick student on any key campaign that they will be working on over the next year. Well, I'm pleased to say, to announce the result this evening, please welcome our current Welfare and Campaigns Officer, who's jumped the gun, made his way to the stage, Charlton Sayer, please. Who's taking over your role next year? Well, I'm delighted to announce that our next welfare and campaigns officer is Tommy Amole. Thank you. Congratulations, Tommy. Please, anything you'd like to say.
9: Um... Thanks a lot to my campaign team. They've been absolutely awesome. Um, thanks a lot to my girlfriend, Karen, who's been the most amazing campaign manager. Um, yeah, and thanks to the Warwick uh, student body for coming out and voting for me. Um, I'm really excited to get started with this role. Um, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, if you make your way over to the sofa now with Rebecca, I can tell you that Tommy won in the first round with 1,340 votes, with Suede Octay in second with 821. Well, Rebecca... The sofa and the microphone is yours.
1: Thanks. It's it's great to be here, and I I like chatting to the guests. I like this part. Thanks so much for for letting me steal this part of the sofa. Nice to meet you. Congratulations on your win. How does it feel initially?
9: Yeah, it felt it felt good. Relieving, uh, yeah, relieving. I was very worried going into, um, you know, the fun few moments, but yeah. Um, just yeah, overjoyed really.
1: Well, it's well, it's all over now. And and as I said uh, w- with the last person I spoke to, w- we're in the final bit now. We're in the exciting bit. But let's take it back to the start when you first thought, oh, S.U. elections. Um, this particular role. W- what made you think this was this was the path for you?
9: Um, I guess I've been involved in sort of um, campaigning um, at Warwick previously, so it's something I care deeply about. Um, And so, um, yeah, just thinking of the SU as somewhere where that work can kind of be furthered um, with the institutional power that comes with it. Um, Yeah, and I was sort of like, why not? Um, And here we are.
1: So you mentioned previously that you've helped on other campaigns. Um, What was most valuable to you? What did you really want to bring out in your campaign above and beyond getting votes and meeting people and lobbying people to vote? What did you really want to put across to students?
9: Um, I guess, uh, I mean, a bit cheesy, but I guess my campaign slogan was students deserve better. Um, And that's really the message that I was trying to get out, really, that students deserve better. And not only do they deserve better, but it's actually possible for them to get better, um, you know, if we actually um if we work if we campaign if we organize it's actually possible to win um win change for students positive change actually makes a material impact um on their lives and the kind of university which we actually have
1: that's really exciting to hear and, and now that we've we've gone through the campaign thing so i won't ask you any further questions because i i can i can guess that this has been a tough week and an even uh longer evening for you so yeah. moving on from that now that you've finally got the role congratulations uh, what are you going to do with it
9: um... So, my four main priorities are tackling sexual violence on campus. Um, so, working to implement the uh, a comprehensive a comprehensive action plan um, with the SU and working with feminist groups um, to tackle spiking on campus, um, as well as trying to lobby the uni to hire more um, independent sexual violence advisors. Um, my second priority is fighting against extortionate rent and living costs, um, so I'm going to try and lobby the uni for a three-year rent freeze, as well as continue to empower students who um, want to organise themselves as tenants, um, as as we have done over the past few years. Um, and then fighting racism and university complicity in ongoing structures of colonialism and neo-colonialism, um, as I've been doing in society work over the last few years. Um, and then finally, and I think this is one which really um, was quite um, a really important um, important policy and important priority for the student um, body, which was um, to improve mental health support at uni uh, and to increase the funding, which is spent um, on mental health by the uni is like currently only this is twenty sixteen figures, but only twelve pounds per student um, on mental health services, whereas Oxford spends like 50. Um, So this is something which we can really um, work, work to change. And I look forward to actually working on all these priorities. Yeah.
1: They're great priorities. I have a couple of follow-up questions, if that's okay. Um, With your first point, it sounds great. I'd love to hear a bit more about the practical implementations of that. Um, As a law student, I was involved over the summer with some research into sexual violence across a couple of campuses, including Warwick. So I'd be interested in the practical elements you really want to bring into that rather than just saying we want to increase this. And and with the mental health support, how you're proposing to the university uh, that, that we reprioritise the money that the university has to spend on mental health and, and with that money, uh, yes when we have the value but but what do you specifically want it to go towards, mm-hmm. what's the most important, yes mental health is really important but w- what do you see is like the biggest issue that, that this money could really benefit students mm-hmm. with?
9: Um, yeah, so on the first point about uh, tackling sexual violence and spiking, I think we have to go to the root of the problem, which is the kind of violent patriarchal culture which exists on campus. So I think working to sort of reform um, the education which freshers receive and the kind of messaging which is given out, um, because a lot of people sort of just take through the whole uh, dignity at Warwick stuff and then um, go on. Without it really meaning anything. Um, And then also, materially, actually, um, you know, having like anti spiking devices in all SU outlets and trying to promote those to um, uh, wider nights out across Coventry and Leamington. um, And also, in general, just um, like a campaign against spiking. in terms of like a a visual and um, educational campaign uh, and really enforcing the fact that there there is zero tolerance uh, for this um, on campus. Um, And then also um, one of the other points about tackling sexual violence is um, and something that a lot of people don't know about is the use of non-disclosure agreements which are being used to silence survivors, which is contrary to the advice of NUS and even the current government who have basically said that this is not something which should be used. Um, And then in terms of mental health, yeah, it's important to be specific. Um, I think the one of the issues that I found with well-being is that um, there's quite, whilst the services are good and work well, for some people, there's quite a narrow range of services that are offered. Um, so more individualized therapy and more specialist therapy for different kinds of trauma and different kinds of issues which people are facing. Um, and uh, yeah making it just easier for students to access that process instead of being uh, having to go through a lot of um, bureaucracy to get to it
1: well these are some great ideas and i really hope you get to implement as many of them as possible over the next year you seem like you have a busy year ahead of you um just one question before you go what are you most looking forward to doing
9: um what am i most looking forward to doing just, just fighting for the welfare of students, really, um, and actually showing students that change is possible and that somebody in the SU is actually willing to fight um, for the interests of, of all students, um, including marginalised students.
1: Thanks so much. Thank you for taking time to interview and congratulations on the win. Thank you.
9: Cheers. Tommy, our new Welfare and Campaigns Officer, thank you very much. I'm going to take my seat on the sofa
0: thank now. You.
1: Um, do you
0: know what? This is, uh, this is going quite well, isn't it? I'm, I'm enjoying we it. Re- we can relax. We can, we can relax for a bit. The show's going well. We're uh, getting through the elections. And, of course, a lot of people finding out their new um, student officer yeah. team. Of course, it's a big moment every year to really see just who's going to be representing them and who's going to be having a great time next year. Um, whilst we're here, though, of course, um, this sofa, I think this sofa is big enough for three people.
1: Depends who it is. It does depend oh, we who it getting is. Are a good guest on though,
0: Cam? Well, I don't know. I mean, they may think they're good enough to do it. I don't know. I I, I I, like them. I like. Should we bring them on? Cam, I like them a lot. <laughs> no, we'll bring him on. Of course, this weekend it is. He's not going to come on now. No, he's going to hide away from me. I love Will. He is, um, of course, Will Kingswood is our head of sport here at RAW 1251 AM. And he is, of course, as well, um, leading our varsity coverage this weekend. Of course, it is varsity here in Warwick SU this weekend. Of course, our annual thrashing of Coventry University in sports. We've been doing it for the last 30 years. Well, Will, um, you do not want to be the first head of sport um, who covers the first loss to Coventry in nearly 30 years. But in general, how are you feeling about varsity?
6: I'm
10: feeling good. I think I think we've got some good teams. Obviously, we've got the basketball, the showcase tonight. Unfortunately, we can't be covering that because we're here covering the big decision. But um, but yeah, no, I think we have got a good chance. Obviously, we don't want to be the first first year to lose. Have, the, have we ever lost?
6: I'm not sure. N-
1: uh, n- not in not in living memory.
10: Yeah, I'm not having that. So up your game, people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Talk to, us, talk to us maybe a little bit more about the coverage specifically what we're doing on Raw this weekend because of course um, we have a lot going on on campus loads and loads of sports but Raw is covering a very specific few um, tell us really what's taking place this weekend so
10: tomorrow we have our live visual, probably the showcase event of our coverage we are doing netball in the uh, sports hub uh, it starts at 4th and we'll be streaming it live on our YouTube on um, Facebook as well so make sure to either come along to the event, come and see it live, or watch it on there. And then on Sunday we have our audio event. We're doing um, starting off with ladies hockey at one o'clock, before moving on to mixed hockey at three o'clock. That one will be live on Raw r- twelve fifty one a.m. Um, like, and like it'll be it'll be a good game. I think um, I interviewed both the netball and the hockey presidents today, and they both seem confident. They both seem Highly, they yeah, They seem confident, they seem up for it, and hopefully, we can get, I guess, three wins out of three for our coverage.
1: Hopefully, we'll beat you, Coventry. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely listening on the big screen. Uh, any Coventry students preparing for the game on the big screen right now watching <laughs> RSU elections, we're after you. <laughs> we're going to win. Mildly threatening, we're. Rebecca. K- we're confident. I re- if if we lose in the first for the first time in the thirty years, someone somewhere is going to play this clip back, um, and I look forward to that. I'm not, um,
10: having, I'm not having a... So place.
1: we've got that coming up over the weekend, but of course you've got a sports show on Raw twelve fifty one a.m. every Monday already, so. What have you got coming up on the Monday? What kind of interviews and packages can we expect? Do, do we know what kind of games that are going to be covered on on that show?
10: You can expect my expert analysis of all the football that happens every week. So yeah, we cover we cover what happens in the football. We cover all the games at the weekend. We'll probably do some of the Champions League as well, some of the Europa League, some of the UEFA Conference League, and we just talk about that. And then also on Wednesdays at 1 o'clock we have our daily or our weekly uh, Warwick F1 show so I work with the Warwick F1 Society to put that out obviously it's the off season we're at 1 hour at the moment but as soon as we are getting back into the season with testing just finishing as well it's getting closer and closer and our week 10 special will be 2 hours as we dive into it and maybe have a bit of a better idea about who could potentially be challenging for the
0: you're, looking, you're looking looking at me at this right now because you're talking exactly my language exactly. so um of course plenty going on on raw sports as well plenty going on at raw as well of course i want well, to fulfill the society self promo this evening but um
1: is just, that not what we're doing but it's a
0: little bit what we're doing but uh, of course it's
1: the only reason I, i'm here <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little bit just joining raw and joining societies in general you're not just involved in raw you're involved with um, mixed hockey as well you're involved mm-hmm. with a lot of sports and societies on campus just really for a lot of students what does that involvement in these sports clubs and societies really mean and how important is it
10: yeah so I mean obviously in first year or in my first year at least we couldn't really do much obviously there were all the lockdowns there were all the restrictions in place I got quite lucky I had a very good I have a very good flat that I got on really well with but I know for a lot of people they might have struggled with that especially if you didn't get put in a flat with people you did get along with and going into my second year Having that option to go to societies, go to sports, has really opened up just new avenues of like interaction with people. Like I get, all, I, there are so many people that I would never have met at like at Roar at mixed hockey that I now get along so well with. And without the societies, without the sports, you wouldn't get that. And to be honest, that's sort of what it was like last year. You didn't really get that interaction. But if you are looking for, if you are like looking for new friends, maybe you haven't made quite clicked with people on your course, on uh, in your um, in your accommodation. Then either just go go to a sport that you did before, go to a society that you did before, or just have a look at some of the more niche ones. I know when I started, I didn't think there was a, I didn't think about joining the radio. I didn't, it, it didn't never even cross my mind that there would be a student radio. But then obviously I got involved through the uh, 2020 election coverage and i just kept like it got more and more interesting i just kept going i think the key is finding that one you're interested in you it's so far out it can be so far outside the box sometimes sometimes it's about who you meet there sometimes it's about what you do there and i think you've just got you've got you get as much out of it as you put in
1: That's great Will and and as someone who's also in their second year we had similar experiences Mm. in first year of not really being able to connect with societies at all or with with people like I did a bit with Raw. but being in person with Raw, you learn that it's completely different to my first perspective and you you being more of a part of Raw this year as well like we've seen that Um, and it's great to hear that you're doing your show with uh, the F1 society like cross society connections Mm -hmm. I think feeds into what you were saying with societies and it's important to have that overlap because it brings work together and it helps people meet other people and go oh maybe i'm interested in f1 society maybe mm. i'm interested in raw sort of thing and and it's great to see that you're doing that and the work you're doing and um i hope that raw and other sports societies this weekend see a lot of crossover and looking forward to what's coming out of us mm. too
0: indeed well one last question from me will um I've got to say, obviously, Varsity, just very quickly, of course, we are going to be covering it here on Raw this weekend. Where can people find all the things they need to know about Varsity? Where can they find our coverage? And when exactly, of course, are we covering?
10: So obviously tomorrow we've got our live event. So we'll be on YouTube and Facebook streaming, hopefully, as long as nothing goes wrong. Obviously, you can find it on the Raw Sport Facebook page, on the Raw Sport YouTube channel. And um, yeah, and then on the Sunday, we've got uh, our audio event. So we'll be live on the radio, radio radio.warwick.ac.uk. You can find it there. We potentially in the works for some more coverage options. We'll be putting out clips on Twitter, but potentially maybe some Instagram lives for some of the games depends it's still in the works it was a bit of a new idea that i had today literally today Today i was there when he when he came up my brain was whirring my brain was clicking (laughs) it's a
0: dangerous thing ladies and gentlemen
10: yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah we we've got working on that wait and see but at the moment definitely going out on the radio radio radio.warwick.ac.uk and hopefully there should be some good games should be some good point scoring and should be some good Warwick winning
0: well let's celebrate this weekend the annual thrashing of Coventry University Will Kingswood head of sport Aurora thank you very much and now of course this is the big decision we have got just three full-time officer roles left to go but firstly a little bit of visual for you
6: Why it wasn't you who came up from nothing, made it from the bottom? Now when you see me, I'm stuntin'. And all of my cars are with a push of a button. Telling me I changed since I blew up or whatever you call it. Switched the number to my phone so you never could call it. Don't need my name on my show, you could tell it I'm ballin'. Swish, what a shame, coulda got picked. Had a really good game, but you missed your last shot. So you talk about who you see at the top or what you coulda saw, but sad to say it's over for. Phantom pull up, valet, open doors. Wish I go away, got what you was looking for. Now it's me who they want, so you can go and take that little piece of shit with you. I'm oh. falling
1: back to the big decision 2022 oh that's gonna say 2020 it's definitely not 2020 we're definitely not doing this online we <laughs> we are in the sc building as you can see um and if you're on the piazza we are on the big screen which is going to be my face like this Times bigger, which is super exciting. We've had such a great time, but we've still got some elections results to announce. And next up for results, we have the Democracy and Development Officer role uh, race. As we heard from the current uh, DDO officer earlier, uh, which was a, a great chat. I, I assume everyone's going to agree that it, it was it was fun to have them on. But if you've missed that, a bit of what they're responsible for, uh, they're responsible for the function of SU's democracy, which means helping with a lot of things uh, to initiate and ensure compliance with the SU's democracy process and democracy policies. Um, Amongst uh, their development responsibilities, uh, they will uh, oversee the training of SU commercial operations, uh, development issues, um, including housing and transport, and working on sustainability projects within the SU. So to announce the result, let's please welcome back our current DDO officer, Jacob Jefferson.
5: So I'm Jacob, your Democracy and Development Officer. Um, I've had an amazing year, Uh, well, half a year, but I will have an amazing year in the end of DDO, Uh, but it obviously has to come to an end. Um, And I'm delighted to announce that my successor, Democracy and Development Officer, is Jatsbury. Cheers, Jacob. Cheers.
11: Well, I think Warwick just got Mary for um, I'd like to thank my campaign team who worked tirelessly over the week, and I mean tirelessly, uh, my campaign manager Harry G, and I'm really looking forward to getting started um, as DDO on day one to build that cheaper, safer, and yes, greener campus. So, Thank you very much, Warwick. Thank you.
1: As he joins on the sofa there, I can confirm that Jack Sperry won in the final round uh, with 1,145 votes, uh, followed by Sophie Clark uh, with 1,031 votes. Cam, over to you on the sofa. Well, Warwick
0: has got Mary for Sperry, and I am now getting Mary with Sperry. Congratulations, Jack. Um, Firstly, of course, you mentioned your campaign manager there. Obviously, Harry, anyone else you'd like to thank?
11: Oh, um... Lancelot, he um, was very, very much out there, getting everyone um, out and about. Uh, Caleb, he was um, great. Luke was great. Um, Tom Garth was amazing. Um, and if I forget other people, I'm really sorry, but I'm, um, it, my mind's gone blank. You'll have to do a Steve Redgrave and come back 11 years later yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and D- thank them all. Don't worry, don't worry, they will be rewarded. At least
0: you've not forgotten your significant other. That, that's the most important well, thing, that exactly. like he did. So, um, of course, plenty um, happening on campus this week. Of course, as the DDO, you'll be running elections next year. Yeah. So how have you found the elections this year, especially these being the first proper in-person elections we've had
11: in a couple of years? Well, I like the change from first year. There's, there's less cardboard you but well, that means when the cardboard that is used is seen more. It's more sustainable It's as more well. sustainable, um, although it might have resulted in more more paper. Um, it, although I think maybe we do need, need to change the system of how we vote on the website, because I think a lot of people I know had issues with that, and I think we do need to uh, change that. Well, of course, just, more yeah, a lot obviously taking place, To be obviously something as well for you, as you've said, really
0: been on the ground, talking to people throughout the week as well. Um, You've mentioned so many key priorities. Obviously, democracy and development, a lot of them very tied into each other. But I was mm. starting off with the democracy side of things, what are your main goals or what are the main things you want to achieve in the Democracy Brief?
11: So we want to make... Um Uh, the SU more accessible, more present in people's lives and so we're going to start it with um, SU officer pop-ups around campus so people can come to them, complain to them you know, bring up what their issues are so they can be directly addressed and I think people will start realising that what the SU does is truly important when they can really speak to the SU officers. No, absolutely, it's a very
0: important thing indeed and of course moving on to the development side of things, development's always that one kind of thing that's very ambiguous, it's very vague. Yes. get through the ambiguity get through the vagueness what
11: is Jack Sperry going to be doing to develop campus so it's around the commercial parts of it i think you know especially post-covid um yes they need to, you know they, we had to slowly get back into it you know we could we couldn't have maybe you know l- low low prices we want because the yes, SU just need to recover but now that we're out going out of covid we can b- bring back happy hour or as it was called bus stop so we can have those cheaper drinks because honestly that is a fundamental part of a student's life, socialising, you know, whether it be soft drinks or alcoholic drinks. Indeed, of course, bus stop was something I know I certainly took advantage of (laughs) a lot
0: in first year. Um, Of course, you mentioned the commercial side of things there, so I just have to ask you the important, the most important commercial question that everyone on campus is thinking right now. What changes are you going to recommend to Disco Dave's playlist or are you going to keep it exactly as is right now?
11: Disco Dave is a tradition at Warwick, Um, and you know, he's a far smarter guy than I am, (laughs) I don't think I can recommend too many things, however the start of the year was a bit dodgy, he has got back on track, and you know what, I think he's doing great. Well, perhaps he will certainly. Well, Disco Dave will be getting equally merry
0: yeah. with Sparrow. Okay, maybe, maybe more Avril Levine songs. Avril Levine Avril songs. Skater Boy Girlfriends,
8: both of well, them. They're always maybe? there, but they're always like, let's,
11: go, there. Let's, go, let's go to the real good ones, you know. Ooh. Complicated. Ooh. Let's get
0: that is that is, a, that is a class song. But before we start standing Avril Levine too much tonight, um, Jack, I've got to ask you one last question. It's day one, you're in in August. Um, you're going into the office, you've been to prep, you've taken out the self portraits. I don't know what else you do. You plug all your 500 laptops in, if you've got 500 laptops. But most importantly,
11: what are you going to be doing on that first day? Uh, Talking to the commercial team on how we can make Warwick a cheaper place for students. Well, Jack Sperry, congratulations. Our new Democracy
0: and Development Officer. Thank you very much. Well, rapturous applause for Jack Sperry. Rapturous applause for Jack Sperry as he leaves here. We've still got your deputy president, the education officer, and your SU president still to come. But, of course, it has been a long week here at work. There's been plenty going on around campus, on social media, and, of course, here on Raw 51 AM, and with our friends at the Boar as well. And to put, it into two mi- to put it into two minutes is extremely difficult. It's a task that we just couldn't really do. But we did take a look at this. Welcome back to The Big Decision here. We are down now to the last two positions. We're getting to the crunch time, the business end of the stream tonight. And can I say, 1st it's been fantastic to have your company so far. And as ever, please do get involved on social media using the hashtags BigDecision2022 and WarwickSUElections22 as well. Well, plenty more still to come. Let's move on now to the Education Officer. Now, the Education Officer is also the Deputy President of the SU. They are responsible for ensuring that the curriculum is, of course, worked towards the students' needs as much as possible, particularly, and most recently working on things like liberating the curriculum as well, ensuring that students' academic needs are sufficiently met representing this to the university. I hope I've done a good job with that, if not, Our current Education Officer and Deputy President, Isabel Atkins, will be able to tell me that I've done a terrible job. Did I do a good job? No, just
4: just lecture capture. That's always the crux of it.
0: Lecture capture, exactly. Isabel, you've got a big job now. You are announcing your successor. So over to you.
3: And I have the absolute pleasure of announcing the next Education Officer and Deputy President as Chi Shang Lo.
0: Chi Shang making his way out now. Congratulations. If you take Isabel's microphone. Congratulations Shishang, our new education officer. Um thank you. I'll give you the chance now. Talk to the camera, talk to that camera. What? That camera. that camera. Um, anything
7: you'd like to say? I wanna thank my campaign team, especially David, for like helping me through this entire week, which has been incredibly tiring. And also sometimes quirk me to like three AM making TikToks on this stupid social media thing. Oh my god, I don't know what to say about that to be honest. But three AM TikToks always the best thing. <sighs> True. <I> d- <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I want to thank my entire campaign team on helping me, and yeah, I can't wait to get started on, on making sure that education works for everyone at Warwick, for all students.
0: Well, Shishang, thank you very much. If you make your way
7: over to the sofa now, I can tell
0: you that Shishang won in the first round of voting. Well, it's time to talk to your new Education Officer and Deputy President. Shang Lo is with Rebecca.
1: Hello. I'm looking. I, I was looking forward to this because I will give a bit of context to this. Obviously, you've been society's officer for the last year. Um, with others, I, I didn't really know them, but with you, there are two things that spring to mind, and I want to know map out how this is going to uh, these things in your current role have prepared you for the future role. Two key key things that stuck out in my mind is um, the times we've met is the time you sang Barbie Girl in Freshers Week on Raw 12:51 a.m. the karaoke, and the time I had to do a portrait. For you for uh, Taskmaster for Charity Week at RAW. So those are the two things that I've. I've I feel like probably got the best in your role. I feel as Society Officer. All joking aside. Um, how are you feeling about going from from that role into this?
7: I don't know. To be honest, I think it's a bit of a step because societies are quite. Di- it's quite different. You know, dealing with society is quite different to sort of dealing with education because like societies is quite.
1: Yeah, more yeah. connected with what you were doing as a student perhaps. i guess
7: yeah but like yeah pretty much i think you're yeah hit the nail on the head i think pretty much but like i think it's a, it's like a jump which i'm think i'm prepared for in that sense because i think and as i said like during term one i did quite a lot of the education officer role sort of actually sitting on committees and actually consulting with you know universities sort of people about sort of educational needs of Warwick students so I think that's gonna help me prepare for this new role and I don't and even though it seems like quite a jump I don't think it it should be alright in that sense
1: yeah it sounds great what are you looking forward to doing with the role what does it entail for you
7: I don't know. I think the main thing is probably trying to engage students more into the education sort of system. So like, I think one thing which I sort of been lacking is sort of SU engagement with SSLCs. I think that sort of, that link has sort of disintegrated over the last term for various reasons. And I think that's something which the SU should sort of, I will at the very least sort of re-engage directly. And that's something which I'm looking forward to seeing what students actually say about their education and sort of acting on their sort of needs. So.
1: That's that's a great issue you've picked up on. I I see that real um, practical implementation of change there. Are there any other key issues you you, want to bring up for the audience that that you're looking uh, to solve or or change in, in the coming year?
7: I think one thing is student well-being in relation to education. I think one issue which I heard a lot whilst I was campaigning was like issues about self-certification and sort of the importance of sort of keeping that policy in for all students and also pushing for some departments to even introduce it because some departments don't have it, for example. And I think that's like one sort of key plank I will sort of work on in the next year
1: and uh, we'll step back from education officer for a moment um in terms of i I, I didn't say it to embarrass you with the whole Barbie girl story i just like the story i hope you don't mind but in terms of the fact that you have been here for a year um for those who are watching who are potentially like "Hmm, maybe i'll go for a role in the su why have you come back for a second round is it what's so great about working for the su i'm sure there are great reasons (laughs) but what, what what is so great
7: I think the staff are really great to work with. I really enjoy working with them.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Apart from the fact most of them are stood watching you in person really, right like, now. Like they're
7: really enjoyable to work with, and it's something you know something I look forward to in my new role um also you know it's nice being at warwick sort of like just staying where i am with a lot of my social groups and stuff like that so that's always another reason so
1: lots lots uh with that looking forward to um the, to be fair i am in this building most days with yeah. raw and they all seem really nice um and 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 having that kind of security of of the same building and everything seems great um but one thing it could be your role, could be working in the SU, could be something you want to change this year. What's the one thing that you're looking forward to most?
7: I think the one thing I'm looking forward to most is sort of engaging with different people in the sense of, because, you know, society have to deal with student activities, commercial and, you know, democracy in some sense, but education is totally different. It's like the academic voice team and with university sort of um, academics and, you know, the rep system, I think sort of looking you know going into that and sort of exploring these different groups i think is something i'm quite looking forward to like in full earnest in a sense as a full role
1: yeah that sounds great and um, one more question before you go and thank you so much for this chat uh for those watching who have understand it understood from a personal perspective the issues you've picked up on in education what's one thing you want to ensure students or future students at warwick that you, you're going to try and and um give a voice to or give a change to in the next year
7: i think the main thing is ob- is basically making sure that students feel supported in their education studies and like feel like the education that they receive doesn't necessarily work against them but works for them so i think I know anecdotally I listen to a lot of my friends and a lot of the people I spoke to they sort of struggle constant issues of workload and stuff and that's something I really want to sort of tackle and sort of make sure that students really you know they should you know enjoy their university life. they shouldn't sort of be suffering from the immense workloads and pressures and it's something I think I can sort of I mean I want to work with basically and sort of ensuring that student wellbeing is improved in that relation
1: Thanks so much. What a great way to end the chat. Thank you so much for coming and congratulations for the win today.
7: Thank you.
0: Congratulations to Shi Shang, the new education officer and deputy president of Warwick Students Union. Well, it's the big one, folks. The president is next here. We have got again. We've gone through all the part-time officers. We've gone through all but one role of the full-time officers. And can I say, firstly, it's been an absolute pleasure though, so far having you tune in. Stick around. We've just got one more role to go now, and it is the one that I think many of you have been waiting for. Who will be following in the footsteps of Ben Newsham, Luke Mappum, Shingai Zimbira, all the SU presidents that I've had since I've been here? Who will be our next SU president? But. Before we get to that, being SU president is a big role. It's a role that covers everything in the SU. It's a role that really allows you to do a lot of change. And to really put that into perspective, to really put that into words, there's no one better to do it than two former people who've been in this position, who've been president and have known exactly what to do. Well, take a look at this. Two former presidents got back to us, got back to us here at Raw. This is their time as the SU presidents. 12.51. 12.51. 12.51
6: 12.51. 1250 12.51. 12.51 AM.
0: big decision. It's coming up to half past nine. And yes, it is the big one of Big D. It is the next SU president. We've been waiting for this moment all evening, but we are here to announce the successor to Shingai Zimbira
1: yeah we are really looking forward to this obviously it's 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 the big one that we finally got to the last result um on raw twelve fifty-one am uh keep sending in your hashtags keep commenting on the live stream um, and watching out for everything that's got coming up uh, with raw but without further ado do you want to go through a bit of what the SU president will be up to A this year. A bit of what the
0: SU president does indeed. The SU president really encompasses everything, pretty much, inside the SU, whether that's sitting on the university council, talking to the university, leading the sabbatical officer and part-time officer team as well. Of um, course, making sure that they are ensuring all, man- all full-time officers and part-time officers can in- fulfil their manifesto pledges and working on many of their own campaigns as well. They really are the public face of the student body, one of the first people that you meet as well when you come onto campus. Yeah, well.
1: A key point in that, actually, is we have seen the value, we have asked the, the key points of what these officers mm. really want to bring to the role, and it's now the SU president's job yeah. to work with them and see what they can do with it, which is really exciting because we've seen some great practical steps that these officers want to take, PTOs and and the full-time ro- roles, and we're really looking forward to seeing what this president has to offer.
0: Indeed, well, without any further ado, let's welcome our current president to the podium, Shingai Zimbira.
4: It is a great honor and a pleasure to announce our next SU president, Will Brewer.
2: Congratulations.
12: Thank you Shingai. Uh, I'm taking over from someone that is also a very good president. Um, Firstly I would like to thank uh, my campaign team. um, One for putting up with me being quite bossy this week um, and two for doing quite a lot of campaigning when I had to do some varsity things as well. They've honestly all been absolutely amazing. Um, Also got to give a a big thank you to Lily as well. She's been helping me out so so much um, all this week and has been there for me the whole week as well um yeah honestly um the next big thank you has to be to sports i know that you've all come out and massively supported me and i know that there's things that you want me to do as president and i can guarantee you i am going to do them i am going to make sure that sport gets the respect it deserves and i'm going to make sure that our issues are actually heard um equally i think that as a sports president here I think that there are a lot of things that we can take from sports and we can really bring our values our our teamwork our ethics of how we work and bring that to the SU and bring that to the whole of the student community we have some really great values that we can share and I think that we need to share them across campus sport is all about working together and having a team and that is what I want I want everyone to have an SU that they feel a part of that they feel like we're one united team um, so thank you to everyone who voted and everyone who came out I really really appreciated it I honestly hated every second of campaigning so um, like there was not one bit I liked, Uh, I I am a sports guy at heart um, and that is not my vibe Um, but uh, the fact that all of you you wanted to come out and vote that is brilliant so thank you very much
6: (laughs)
0: Well, as Will makes his way over to the sofa, I can tell you that Will Brewer won in the final round of voting with 1,362 votes. Sophie Kitching coming in second place with 938. Well, as you can see in us, Will has joined us dressed in a slight, for a slightly different scene tonight.
12: Um, how how was varsity
0: before really we start? Really
1: repping the sports there.
12: <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is that if, if we do lose varsity this year, you've already elected me, so sorry. Um, we're, the, not going to lie, though, great turnout at varsity. Thank you for everyone who went to that and didn't come to this. Well done. Really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, really good really good vibe down there. And I'm missing a really incredible basketball match to be here.
0: Well, all I would say for everyone who's been tuning in to us tonight, you made the right decision. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, um, I, I hope uh, you being here and you enjoying the games is a sign that teamwork is really doing doing well this evening. Um, but less on sports and more on SU president. What are you excited to bring to the role?
12: Um, I, simplicity. Um, I am a very simple man. I look at things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no big words. Um, like we keep it simple, keep it to the point. Um, You know, there there are people I even purposely take my signature off my email because I know it will annoy them um, because it's too long. Uh, I think that really we just need to focus on doing the basics right. That is like uh, we just need to and and honestly, we just need to look at everything and go either that's silly, that's stupid, change it or, you know, look through it and go, yeah, that works.
1: So with that silly, that stupid change it. what kind of issues are you facing that you want to change?
12: I think there's some very basic governance things that we need to be looking at um, within the SU and within the university. I think, you know, there's some very long drawn out processes that students have to deal with. I think we can start there. Um, Additionally, um, I think there is a real big case for... Um, very often, in the in the role that I've been in at the moment, we seem to be consulted after the fact about the university doing something. Since the university is, you know, all about students, realistically, if there is a change happening, we should be leading that, and we should we should be the beginning of any change that is happening. And that's what I want to see. I want to see us starting things. I want to see us us bringing projects to the university and saying this is something we want you to work on.
0: And of course, um, you mentioned, of course, working with the university there. That is obviously one of you are the main representative of students to the university. How are you going to use that position to benefit the student community more widely?
12: So I think I've done a lot of work this year actually building up really good um, relationships with a lot of people in the university. I think I've got the respect of quite a lot of people in the university. I sit on a lot of weird committees that I don't think a sports officer usually sits on. Um, and if they did, i feel really bad for some of them. Um, but the, uh, on, honestly, I think that we need to work with the university where appropriate. I think that building those relationships, having those good relationships, we, I think we can get a lot more done that way. However, um, if they're going to dig their heels in on a point, I'm more than prepared to dig my heels in and challenge that um, until it's fixed. And of course, you really mentioned digging in
0: there, putting students needs first, of course, for students now going perhaps from talking to the university, talking to students, you, of course, will be the first perhaps big student face that a lot of freshers will meet um, in freshers week when they go to the welcome talk. You will be a very important face for representing students around the whole of campus, someone that students will want to turn to, to have their issues represented. How are you going to best ensure that students' issues are represented and what are you going to do to approach them over the next year?
12: So, uh, one of my big campaign points is I think that we need an SU that is not so stuck in this building. So, I want to be uh, a president that is out there and doing, ev- like, being visible. I think that it's really important that I don't just go to that welcome talk that we all know everybody definitely doesn't go to. Um, I know in my first year it was at 9 a.m. Uh, that's already a bad start. Um, so, uh, I think that. Um, It's also really important to make sure that we get sabbatical officers, Uh, myself, if I can be at all of them, I will be, the academic inductions and actually get students knowing that the SU1 exists and what we do. Um, I think that is a, a massive part, and then I've talked too long. I can't actually remember the original question.
1: That's actually great, though. Um, if you don't mind me j- jumping in there, um, especially as someone who who joined in the COVID year last year, like seeing what the SU did was a was a tricky position, and and coming into uh, in person this year, especially being in SU HQ a lot with RAW, um, I'm understanding it a bit more. But I saw on the campaign that you you ran the um, the point of of getting out there and and being. Uh, and an SU president in, in the rest of the university and the rest of the community and I, I really respected that comment and hearing you say I, I want to go to the academic talks and I want to actually reach the students because not all of them are going to go to a 9am presentation at the start of the year it's really respectable and I, I can't wait to see that change and to see where you take the SU quite literally around campus. Um, on, on, on that kind of thing you want to do and I, I see you as quite um in, uh, I forget the word but like very like open to opportunities uh, that you, c- you can um, express as a president what, what opportunities are you going to put forward as president and what sort of things would you like the SU to do more of?
12: So I think firstly the SU needs to do more of actually getting conversations with students and conversations with student groups a lot of the work I've done this year has been as as a sports officer you tend not to have very many things in your calendar and you sort of build your own calendar and you know, I don't like doing everything over email. I like doing things in person. I think we need to move a lot more to doing things in person where we can and where students are comfortable. Having those meetings and really get, um, getting an understanding and building relationships with particular student groups. I think we need to do a lot more of that. Um, and that will help us work together as a whole to actually make changes that students really wanna see.
1: And with those particular student groups, could you give examples of what you mean, which, which student groups are you, are you looking for?
12: So in particular, um, part-time officers, liberation groups, um, like the very vocal groups that we already have, the ones that actually represent larger groups as well. Um, it's really important to make sure that we get, we get their voices heard and that they actually, we can have those, those talks where we can really understand each other and where each other is coming from so that we can work better together.
0: Indeed. Um, just time for a couple more questions, Will. Firstly, it's your first day in the office. You've got in your Mr. President, you can put the badge on the desk and say, I'm Mr. President, you can go to prep take out your self portraits, but what is the first
12: thing you're going to do when you get in the office? Go in the sports office and steal the chocolate out of Megan's drawer um, for breakfast. Uh, that will be the very first thing I do.
1: I think that's the first honest answer we've had, Oli.
12: Yeah. Um, the the next thing I'm gonna do is, quite frankly, I think it's a, the, the next thing I need to do is sit down with those people, find out where I need to go. Um, I'm a bit, bit like a, a sort of a bull in a china shop, point me where to go and I'll go there and I'll fix it. I'm very much like a fix it man. You give me a problem, I take it away, I go away and, and, and fix it. Um, and uh, To be honest, there's a lot of work I've been doing um, a sports officer that's not very sport focused and i want to really continue with some of that as well in particular the good night out campaign um, that's involved accrediting uh, nighttime venues um, in tackling sexual misconduct uh, and discrimination uh, and that just training is sort of starting and we've funded the training for those venues now but i want to make sure that that continues in our area and make sure that they re-accredit every year And additionally i actually want to work with other students unions about what we did and try and make that happen across the country as well tell them how we made it happen and then see if they can make it happen too because i think that a lot of the issues we deal with other students unions deal with quite a lot as well and that we can really help everyone out i do my focus will be on our students but that is a real key thing that i want to work on Um, And additionally, I've got a lot of um, schemes that I've piloted this year uh, that have worked, some that haven't, and I want to make sure that um, they are also continued into next year.
1: That's a really important uh, particular campaign that you've brought up there and something I did a bit of research for, for the uni. So I understand the perspective of trying to see it it working in in the long term, uh, SU to SU, bringing it um, into something that stays at Warwick. But also I, I looked at how universities and other universities surrounding warwick deal with that and and you saying that you want to connect with these other su's and and bring this up and um implement the changes that's worked at warwick is really important and it's a really great sign of a great president and i'm looking forward to seeing that next year
0: indeed and perhaps one last question to end or maybe a lighter note now um you are in pop on wednesday of course it's varsity pop and you had i'd say the honor of wearing the sports officer bear mm. Are you going to start a tradition of a costume for the SU president to wear at any, we'll say varsity pop or maybe big decision pop? Um, I can see Mark Barnum, our venue manager, is looking straight at us right now, I think very intrigued. Um, What what new um, animal are you hoping to dress up as and bring into the SU
12: next year? Um, I would say, given, given my previous in this animal, and my own club would probably kill me if I didn't say this animal, um, it's going to have to be a penguin, but it's going to have to be one that gets washed a bit more often than the current penguin does, um, and uh, yeah, I, I think a penguin would be great.
1: Thanks for that. Do you mind if I, I jump in with two very quick questions? I won't ca- continue more of your time because I know you've got to get back to varsity. One, what's your biggest value that you want to stress throughout all the work you're doing in the next year? And two, for those watching and listening, uh, what's one thing you want to ensure the next year of students that you're going to uh, put into the role as SU president? Uh,
12: the value I think that we all need to focus on is respect. And in terms of Sorry, what was the second question?
1: What do you want, the one thing that you want to ensure students you're going to uh, put forward or, or how you're going to act as SU president?
12: Turn up to work and keep working until the job's done. Indeed, well, Will Brewer bringing
0: penguins to pop and a lot more into the SU next year, ladies and gentlemen. Your new SU president, Will Brewer!
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rebecca, I hate hate to break it. That's it for the evening.
1: We're all done now.
0: We are all done. Can I say, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here this evening, tuning in to the stream throughout the evening. It's been fantastic wherever you've been.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you so much to every single member of the team around us, everyone for voting, filling out the lovely Raw exit poll, um, everything that's gone on, all, all the work that's been put into campaigns, but also the big decision it has been welcome uh, at Raw 1251 AM, uh, all of the social media efforts we've put in, mm. the hashtag Big Decision 2022 and everything that's yeah, gone indeed. on today. And can
0: I just leave the show with a big thank you from me, as of course, as Head of News producing the show to all of the fantastic team that we've had here um, I will probably just give a few shout outs Charlie Humphrey and um, Luke Spademan working on the tech, Enoch Mukungu helping me out this evening managing people, to our camera crew to Max, Izzy, Josh uh, Simmy. we've also had um, Kenzie helping on throughout the night I'm going to get, Rin as well, I'm going to get slaughtered if I miss anyone's name out, and to Dylan James, to everyone who's been helping out this evening, it has been amazing and of course the wonderful X1 as ever working on the social media with Sophie and Naomi as well It's a real team effort, this big decision. And I am grateful for everyone who's given up their time to help the show this evening and help bring you the SU election results as ever. Safe to say, can't wait till 2023.